Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hashtag no filter. Today's guest is one of my nearest and dearest, a very, very close friend of mine. Her name is Megan Selenoff. She is the founder of Mad Meg Creative based in Houston, Texas, although they do work with people all over the country. Uh, but she is one of my favorite humans. She actually was on the podcast. She was, I can't, I need, I'll link the episode so you can check it out. But she was one of my first, like, one of my very first guests when I first started the podcast. I mean, she was maybe the sixth or seventh, maybe eighth guest. And, uh, and she's just an incredible person. She's really just her outlook on life, her, she's been through a lot and you can listen to really like her whole backstory on my podcast. She had ovarian cancer. It came back a couple of times. She's been through a lot there. She's gotten divorced. She adopted her incredible daughter who I cannot believe is 10 years old right now. We talk about that. I'm like 10 years. I've known Megan since before she adopted Macy. It's like crazy to me. Um, and it's just, we've, we've been through a lot together. We've known each other. We were trying to figure out the math and we're still like a little unclear on it, but it's definitely been over a decade. We've been with each other and like close friends through some of the highest points in our life and through some of the lowest points in our lives. And it's been, um, it's kind of crazy when you, when you go through so many different things and so many different like eras of your life or phases of your life or whatever you want to call it. And you know, it's also, it can be hard to meet friends as an adult. And we met as adults and we really like, we have this, this connection and we don't live near each other anymore. She's in Houston. I'm in Florida. We don't talk nearly enough. We don't see each other nearly enough. But we have this like this connection that whenever we do talk, it's like we the conversations we have, I, I should I should honestly put up a microphone to every conversation we have. They're all very deep and, and good and emotional and just anyway, she's an incredible human being and I'm so excited to have her back on the podcast. So this has been a long intro, but she deserves it and uh, I hope you enjoy. So definitely be sure to listen to the first episode with her if you haven't or if you want a refresher on, you know, who she is and, and all of that and, and some of the topics we talked about on that we obviously don't talk about on this one but this one I'm really excited for you to listen to so without further ado here is Megan Selenoff on hashtag no filter welcome back Megan hi yo hi so guys I need to paint the picture Megan is one of my best friends we do not live near in near each other anymore we do not talk nearly enough we do not see each other nearly enough but she will always always be one of my dearest my nearest, I think it's nearest and dearest and just closest. Like we are like 
soul sisters on a different level. And she's, yeah, she's just one. I've known her. How, when did we first meet? I know exactly. Well, I was, you were 30, I was 35 and Can was 40. So, and I'm 36. I'm 40. So 10 years ago. Wait, wait, that doesn't make sense. I was 30. And I'm, no, <laughs> I don't think uh, we met. you just said we met when I was 30. Yeah. Cause I think our friendship was always like you, I was in the middle. You were 30, I was 35 and I'm Cam only 36 was- now. So that would be six years, but we met way long. I think you, oh, I- when we met, when we met right away, I don't know, maybe like 12 ish years ago. Yeah, that's what I was thinking 11, 12 years. Okay. So we've known each other over. That's weird. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so weird. Anyway. Anyway, so she's one of the best people I know. She's already been on the podcast, so I'm going to link to that episode. Um, And I'm also dying. You can't really see, but in the corner of her video, if I put some of these clips on, is Carrie Colbert. Shout out, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. A dear friend of mine as well, who I used to actually work with, and that's her coffee table book. And it's like in the corner of the, right, it's right there, which is funny. I'm like, oh my God, more color, please, in the background. So anyway, it's all it's all coming together. You've already yeah. been on the podcast. I will link to that episode, but can you just give a very like short, brief um, history of you, which there's a lot, but like a brief history, and then we'll get into the things that we want to talk about. My um, history, okay. Uh, my name is Megan. I'm 40. I own a creative services firm named Mad Meg. Um, I have a daughter named Macy who is 10. Um, That's fucking wild that she's 10. I know. Well, that's how we should do the math. I, did I know her? I mean, I've known her her entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Because before you adopted her, I knew you. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember, well, yeah. I remember yeah, we, keep we, we always knew each other, but I think we started like, I remember like right when I got divorced, that's when it was like, yes. it went from like knowing each other through blogging to yes. like hanging out, becoming family for like, however, till you moved. Like yes. it was and shout out to Megan's old blog, greetings from Texas and my old blog from Prosecco to Plaid. We were one of the two of the Houston OG bloggers. So shout out anyway, go ahead with your story. Um, that's really it. I mean, you probably want me to, or yeah. So I had a blog, I wrote some books. Uh, I had cancer. I was diagnosed with cancer. I was 28 and came back a bunch of times. So I wrote a memoir about that called, uh, 99 problems, but a baby ate one. Um, my love for, for what? my book. Uh, <laughs> and she also wrote a book from Jameson. A memoir about, I can't even remember. I'll get it. But, uh, from yeah. Jay-Z, right. Or A to Z or A to Jay-Z? Oh, that was my children's book. Let's see. Yeah, she has a love for Jay-Z. Her daughter's middle name is Carter. And she is very humble because she just like passed over the fact that she's written books and owns a, a mega like creative agency. So I'll be her publicist. Um, are you making a book? Uh, 99, a memoir about cancer adoption and my love for Jay-Z and your love for Jay-Z. So when Megan, so if you guys want to hear about any of that, I recommend not because I'm plugging the podcast. I just recommend listening to that other episode or getting her book or something because her story, and I, I've said this a million times, but her story with ovarian cancer, her attitude throughout that, like blows me away. It still inspires me when I, when I'm like in a shit place, like she, what the saying you, what was the saying? Like you can take oh, yourself. It, seriously. Yeah. I say it all the time. It has nothing to do with cancer. So believe it. Uh, you can take your situation seriously without taking yourself seriously. Yeah. And she would laugh when people, right. When people would come into the hospital room, you would be like, no, we're going to laugh. Like we're going to, 
or I don't know. I feel like we've talked about I this. Think even on the Mad Meg website now, and I've just adopted that as like, that's our, our company. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's like we take our work seriously with <laughs> So anyway, I highly recommend like, cause her story is very inspiring. And she's also probably the hardest worker. I know she started, you also hear about the start of Mad Mag, her divorce. Like there's a bunch of shit, go listen to that episode or buy her book or whatever. Um, but anyway, I'm so happy that she's back and it's funny. Cause I'm like, Oh, get your drink. Cause I have wine. I'm like, Oh, get your drink. She's like, Oh, I'll go get something. She's drinking a LaCroix. I thought you said you were getting a drink. I know. I'm there's here. I'm going to just, oh, no, no pressure. No pressure. Oh, we have some alcohol in the fridge. I'll get some just for solidarity. While you're getting some, I'm going to refill my glass because we had like a 30 minute catch up before this. And so, um, my drink's almost done. So one second, Meg. Like that we're lifelong friends. Like, I feel like that combo was a testament to it of like, just, we just didn't even, we just immediately went in. So anyway, we have our drinks. We're all good. So now I, the main reason, I mean, I just like talking to Megan, honestly, we have such a hard time catching up because of our schedules that we sometimes have to schedule it. This is actually how I want to start. Okay. We were going to catch up like a few weeks ago and we actually put it in the calendar because we're like, honestly, at this point, this is what we got to do. And I, it was having a very bad weeks and things were going, whatever was having a bad week. And I said, Matt, I, I can't catch up. Like I moved it to the next day. And then I think I was like, I can't catch up. I'll call you when I can. Megan, more than anyone understands that. Like, she, how would you describe like our, we're not, it's not that we're emo, but like, how would you describe us when it comes to emotional shit? <laughs> I would just say what I said to you before we started recording is like, I, you know, getting a handle on my anxiety and depression is a daily battle. It's like a daily and something I'm grappling. We've with. always, I think our connection and what I know what you're trying to say, but I think we've always gravitated towards like self-development or like, how do you know, how do we be the best versions of ourselves or why are we the way that we are? I think that's been a big connective thread throughout our friendship and why we, what we like to talk about and dig into. I mean, you introduced me to Jess Lively. Is she still like, does she just still do stuff? Yeah. I really? Mean, so, yeah. Not, not nearly what she is, but yeah, yeah. I, I listen every once in a while. Yeah. I mean, we had, like Brene Brown. I think we went to see Brene still Brown love, together. Still obsessed with Brene Brown. Brown. My new one, it's not new, but since you've been in town is uh, Glennon Doyle, just like can't get enough. Right. And um, Eckhart Tolle. Who? Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and one of our, I was just going to say one, I, I mean, the, our, our queen, our Oprah, our therapist, Aww. she's not really my therapist anymore. Cause I'm not in Texas anymore, but Stephanie shout out. She'll be on the podcast. Um, Megan and I both have gone to her and she's, uh, she's changed my life. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's just all credit. <laughs> But anyway, what's so interesting though, like through the 10 years or however many years we've known each other, we can't fully figure it out, but it's been a long time that <laughs> we have fully experienced with each other, some of our highest of highs and some of our lowest of lows and through it, personal relationships, I mean, career, all of it. And we met as a friends as a, we became friends as adults and it, and sometimes it can be hard to meet friends when you're an adult. And it, it just became that we just have some connection on a deeper level. That is it's, it's incredible. So one of the main reasons I wanted to have Megan on is because speaking of the lowest of lows, we were, we were, you know, in, I was living in Houston when you were going through your divorce and all that shit. Now, Megan is in what I like to think, based on my observation, one of the happiest or most fulfilling relationships for almost two years now. And there were times when I lived in Houston and you were like debating going on dates or I was about to say humble hinge, bumble, whatever they are, all the apps. And you didn't, it wasn't, it's not like you had the best, you weren't loving it. 
And now you've met this incredible guy. And I just want you to kind of talk about that because that's like a huge um, thing. It's a huge part of your life. It's a huge transformation. So like, how do, why do you think you ended up meeting him? Is it because you were in a good headspace? Like what, tell me about it. Yeah, I think, well, I don't know why, but I think one of the, I think the, 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 maybe the interesting thing about that is like, I told myself I was done. Like I, I told, um, and when I was, I wasn't even sure it was a, whatever. He, he always teases me, but I wasn't even sure it was a date. Like, <laughs> you know, we, we connected on Bumble, but I kind of know of him through like other people. And I just thought, oh, like maybe he's got single friends. He's newly single. I have single friends, maybe like you know, maybe we'll, he'll have a friend or something like that. And I also, and I had just, I just had told myself, like, I, you know, it was a bright, it was January. I was just like, I don't have to date. Like, I just got to go meet this guy for a drink. And then I never, I'm not going to make myself go do this ever again. Like I'm just done dating. And that was my attitude about it. And so I think it was the fact that like, I had made peace with like, I'm not, I'm, I'm done dating. I'm just giving me on my own and like legit fine with it and like pumped about it. Um, I think that has something I think there's something there. I mean, people so, always say like, when you're not looking, right? Or something like that. But when you say you were like, you said, I'm done dating, you weren't saying it in like a cynical negative way. You were just like- Oh, accepting. just like, I tried, I, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then because you went, you're like, I'll do, I'll fuck it. Like, I'll go one more time. And then you go and two mm -hmm. years later. And so you guys are, you both have kids and you're kind of, I, mean, I know you're not like married or anything, but you kind of have blended your worlds, right? Like you've blended- and so like, how, how was that a big transition? Like how, how did that work? Was it seamless? No, it's still not seamless. I think anyone tells you that combining families is seamless is lying or just, you know, giving, um, no, it's definitely not seamless. I don't think it ever will be. Yeah. But it's, but it works. <laughs> you're like, you're being too real. Tell her and you're happy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course it works. And like, it's like anything else that can win there yeah it, it definitely works and that gives me um yeah it, you know there's nothing better than when there are five of us are getting together and we're having a good time and stuff um yeah so it, it definitely works yeah and I guess I'm just, I'm just uh I don't know I think you and other people that see pictures on Instagram or they're always oh you're so everything and it, I just I don't want anyone to think that like everything's perfect and all it that never is, especially in Megan and my our lives <laughs> Yeah. don't yeah. be fooled by the Instagram yeah, yeah yeah we're real about it though well something we were talking about right before we started recording in our little catch-up we were saying we were talking about actually and I actually talked about this on a podcast yesterday with someone about like fighting with your significant other and like you and I are very similar in that sense can you like say what you said before because it was just a really good conversation how like it, it's just so self-aware of you to know like how you are when you guys have a disagreement because I'm yeah. Self-aware. It's more like Stephanie, our therapist, telling me what I do. But yeah, I, I want to come off as like this perfect girl and perfect girlfriend that doesn't have needs or, you know, um, is fully self-sufficient. And so, or if I get mad at Andy or something, instead of just telling him it doesn't have to be a big deal, a lot of times what I do is I, and it's not just Andy, I think this has always been my way I'm trying to uh, work on it, but like I just stuff it down or I, I eat it or I swallow it and then I stuff it down and then, you know, I, or maybe I'll stuff more down. And then all of a sudden, like, it man, you know, I can't, I can't keep stuffing it down. It comes, it manifests physically. I, I'm, you know, and then I just like unleash, yep. unleash out of pain, unleash out of sadness, you know, and then it's, it's just not, it's just not a healthy way to do it. Yeah. And for me, it's, 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 
a little different, but similar in the sense where like, I'm a people pleaser and it's something I've been working on therapy, working on in therapy forever. And I, because of my people pleasing tendencies, you, I like, um, push down my needs. I don't even know what my needs are sometimes because I get so lost in making sure the other person's okay. And I think it's a great quality we both have, but I think we're both people pleasers or empaths to a fault. Uh, maybe not, I shouldn't speak for you, but like, we are very similar. What you're saying, it's like, um, it's like what you're saying. I think I like what you said, like putting your, his needs before yours. That's a, ver maybe that's a version of it. When I do that too much, you know, I'm worried right. too much about him and I forget about myself and then you get, then all that, you know. Right. And then my favorite stopping it down or betraying yourself or, you know, I have a friend, actually a guy friend of mine, a very close guy friend of mine who says to me that sometimes I go nuclear and it's not that I go nuclear where I'm like, ah, like lashing out, like yelling or whatever, but he's like, you go, well, what you're saying from zero to 60, like you, it's so not a big deal, whatever happened, but in your head, you've ruminated on it for so long and you've like, or not even so long. And it becomes this whole thing, but I noticed, so the therapist I'm seeing now, not Stephanie, unfortunately, cause she's but sometimes we talk, but she's in Texas. So anyway, my therapist in Florida um, says that I need to vocalize my needs, like verbalize my needs. And then that person that you're with, it's up to them to figure out how to meet them, but you have to verbalize them or you will lose yourself in your relationship. But it's hard. It's so hard. And Andy has a lot of notifications going I, on. I just don't know how to turn them off. I thought I did it. I'm so sorry. I no, just, I don't care at all. I just, if people are wondering like who's being blown up, it's not me. Like, I don't, I don't got that much going on. No, <laughs> um, no, but anyway, but, but it's true. But like, is it something you're working on or, yeah, or of course. and Andy makes it so easy for me when I tell him something is all, he always just says, thank you for like, he says, thank you for telling me, which was, is right. validating back to me. Right. Cause it, you know, um, it, it makes me want to say things sooner, not stuff like, yeah. Um, right. Working on it. Okay. Right. I guess we always have to be. So, but going back to, I want to talk about this before, and then I wanted to not forget the whole yeah. part about um, the fighting. Okay. Divorce. So you went through a divorce. You're on good terms with your ex, correct? Yes. Like very good. Like you co-parent beautifully and you I always have, I know I that. I had a conversation with him this morning being like, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand how, I, you know, right now Macy's just in soccer and tutoring and we share Nan. It's just so much stuff. And I feel like I'm talking to him three times a day. I'm like, I don't understand. I literally said to him this morning, I'm like, I don't understand how other people do this if they don't get along or like. Can you imagine? No, I can't. I really I, can't. I, I, I mean, it's, and, but you guys really all always have gotten, I mean, at least when I was in Houston, like it was always a good situation. So anyway, you've been divorced. You were married. How old were you married? Seven years seven years and then you got divorced and then you were single for a while. And then two years ago, you met Andy. So a lot of people like one and two people got a divorce. Right. And so there are definitely a lot of people listening to this who have probably been divorced or are going through that right now. Like if you could give your like words of wisdom or advice or some like encouragement or that sounds cheesy, but something to talk them through. Cause you got to the other side and I'm sure there were times you didn't think you would get to the other side. How did you do it? Like, I mean, you had low moments. Yeah. I mean, I still have low moments. Um, I just think what I would say is like, you're, you know, I think it's not just a divorce. It can be anything, but you're just like trading problems. Right. So like, you know, I, I'm not the problems I had when I was married. I don't have those problems, but I have different problems, which are hopefully better problems to have. Right. right. And so I think that's what you're always trying to do is just keep trading, trading, trading to get better problems. But to, to, I think there's never, if I'm not under the illusion that, that I'm going to wake up one day and I'm going to be like, oh, life's per, I made it. I'm finally here. Yeah. You know? Well, you definitely want, like some people might, but you <laughs> might not. Megan's going up will never. 
I'm sorry. I feel like I'm such a downer. Megan will get like, you'll like win some massive fucking award or maybe you already have for Mad Meg or you'll hit it. Like you've already hit it big, but you'll hit it like the biggest that you could hit. And you'll just be like, okay, like what's next? Well, yeah. I mean, I, well, it's Andy actually, I don't know. I said, I texted Andy something this week about being frustrated. I said something like dramatic and untrue, like my career slipping through my fingers or something like that. And he's like, and he responded and it was so helpful to me. And he's just like, you just are never, you're never satisfied. And that's why you're successful is because you're never satisfied. And I was like, that made me feel better. And then it was also like, you know, that's why I'm all const probably constantly miserable as well. Right. Well, right. It's a, what is it? It's a catch 22, but it's true. I mean, if you're never satisfied, you always think you can do better, be better, whatever. You're going to continue striving for that. And that's not a bad thing, but then on the flip side. Okay. So speaking about Matt, speaking about, speaking of Mad Meg, how long has it been in business? How long have you been? In business? Uh, I think it was seven years this summer. Yeah. I remember when you were starting that thing. I fully remember that. Me so created this incredible, people can go, go Google, go website. I'll put in the link, go look at the website. We're not going to talk about exactly what she does, but you have built a really successful business. And I remember you vividly saying to me, I think you said on the other podcast, like it's sink or swim. Like I'm going through a divorce. I got to figure this out. Like you had some clients right before you had Mad Mag and you like did your blogging. Didn't you have clients like I had one, I had Apex, which is still crying today. The Apex. But not through Mad Mag, just like you. No, I think I, no, I think that's what gave me the idea of Mad Mag is like, I was working for Apex Chicago and I was like, oh, if I get one more, one more client, I can, you know. Yes. And, but I, you were like, it's sink or swim. Like I, I, ha I actually don't have an option. I have to make this work. And you have made it work. You have how many employees now or how many of you had in, I mean, you've had a one. Right now, we think just five, six, including me. Yeah. And, but you've like you are consistently getting new clients. You have big, huge clients. Like, what do you, the, I hate this question because it's so like typical, but what do you attribute the success to? But no, like, what do you attribute the success to? I mean, you are a hard worker, but hard. beyond. I think hard work, um, that more than, I'm, I, I feel like that's always been, whether it's now my business or whether it was like, like I, you know, I, I just think I, I'm not that the most anything. I'm not the smartest. I'm not the prettiest. I'm not. The, I'm not. But I'm like the. Hard, I'll just outwork everyone. And you always um, do. And like, so I think that's it. I think. Um, and just my team. I mean, I think I maybe maybe you know, I have a background in recruiting, so maybe I'm good at like seeing um, potential in people, or you know, under my tutelage I can you know maybe that's maybe that's what it you know I can see talent in people or recognize talent in people or speaking of talent happy belated birthday Aaron, <laughs> oh, that's what I, oh, Aaron. It'll, I don't know this episode might be in two weeks so it's maybe like <laughs> anyway, no you but it, it but it is so inspiring because for someone like me who yes I've worked for companies but I've also had my own you know business I've had my own clients like you are someone I look to for inspiration like motive like you figured it out and I know I know there are challenges and I know it's not always good. Yeah, I mean, that's even hard for me. Like, I just can't, it's exactly what I don't, I don't, I think I'm like, not, you know, that's very sweet. I know. I don't see that, but. Um, but the it shows for itself, you see your team, you see the, what you produce and, and yeah, all. Hey, I'm, I, yeah, I'm just, again, I'm always, I'm, compa I'm comparing myself to like. You're comparing yourself to like. Um, I don't even know an example, but things that are like not even close, yeah. like. <laughs> Yeah, 
<laughs> but she's great. No, but it is, but truly, and even today, I mean, even today, I act like it's so long ago, but even today, like if I have people that are like looking for certain services that you like certain things that you offer, you are the first person I think of for the, and I know a shit ton of people who do similar to what you do or work at places like you, but you guys, you, it's just, it's very inspiring. It's motivating. It's inspiring. Like you built something from like the ground up with nothing. Not, no, I did. And I'm, I'm not letting you give me any compliments, but it's easier for me to accept compliments for like my team or like if it's hey. not singled out, you know, like if it's me and when Aaron and everyone in my team, then of course yes. all day long. Well then fine. Go team Mad Meg minus yeah, Meg. Yeah, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So shout out to Mad Meg's team. Shout out to Aaron, whose birthday was yesterday. And I don't know the new girl or the other, they're not new, but the other girls, but anyway, um, Megan's not great at taking compliments, but that's okay. We'll get there. So, <laughs> but going back to something, I feel like this podcast, I'm like all over the place because it's like one of my best friends. And so I just like, I feel like I'm just chatting with her, but I'm trying to keep it uh, organized and succinct, but going back to like, you have had some, like, not even just like cancer and the divorce and a lot of the shit you've, you've gone through, but in general, like you said, we both struggle with our anxiety and we both struggle with those days that are just kind of blah. And, and you, what do you do on those days that you're just not like feeling it? Like, how do you get through it? I mean, there's not, I have to go to work and usually, um, usually work is, I mean, work, that's something, you know, working is escape for me too. It's a way to numb. Right. So if I come to work and I see this mound of work that I have to do, that's the way it's kind of takes my way, takes my mind off it. Or so that will happen a little bit too, or I'm around other people, you know, my colleagues and mm -hmm. they'll say something and I'll laugh and, you know, it'll maybe it'll help a little bit, but it usually, you know, usually when it hits me, it's usually like a four day thing. It's around for four days. And, um, how often know. does it hit you, would you say, where like you have four days of that, like that feeling? Seems like it's a once a, once a month. I mean, I can always tell, like it always, it's always like a, the only way I can describe it is like a foul mood. I never use that word. I don't even like that word, but that's the only way I can describe it. It's just like a foul mood. And then by, you know, I can feel it kind of like changing through me. And then by the end, it's like real, you know, more, more crying. And then it always seems to like leave me very quickly. Is that um, so, and, and there's nothing that triggers it. It's just like monthly or more or less every month. It's I mean, I think maybe some, I don't know. I think it probably triggered. I think it's like what we kind of talked about when I stuffed down my feelings or I betray myself in some way, or I'm just not taking care of myself. Um, or I'm just like, oh, you know, I think maybe that triggers it. Right. Right. And brings it on. Uh, but I think, so, I mean, but I think part of it is just my, our makeup, right? Yeah. It, the wire, like how you're wired, right? Like how I, you're wired and telling Andy the other day, it's like, well, it's my own fault. Like I don't work out and I miss my pills sometimes. So like, you know, if I was going to go into Stephanie and complain that I don't feel good, I would, if I was Stephanie, get, be like, get out of here. Like, you're not even doing the part that you can do. Like, I don't, it'd be annoying to hear about, but then I was like, you know, I was like, no, a lot of people don't work out every day. So like, maybe I'm being a little bit hard on myself. You know what I mean? Why do you think you don't take your pills every day? Is it a conscious thing or is it just like you forgot? Uh, I think I don't make time for myself. I think I'm take time your pills. Like, yeah. I mean, I think I literally is just like the minute I wake up, I'm like, yeah, yeah. You're go, go, go I'm, I'm Macy or getting to work or my clients. And it's just like, I think I, you know, it's yeah. yeah. And you also have to go to freaking Walgreens to get it. You have, you know, like, it's just, it's easy no, to just no totally and I, I 
it's self, I mean, if you, I mean, granted it's more than self-care cause it's for, you know, your health, whatever, but it is, it's like, I think so everyone, so probably more people than not are let, let self-care go and taking your pills or your, um, working out that's all self-care but because we're people pleasers right and because like we put everyone else and everything else before us those things can fall by the wayside I've gotten into a routine like for my working out like it's not like I'm doing hard fucking workouts like I'm doing the peloton but I am not like my I don't even know what's called like your PR your personal personal workout. like my numbers aren't high but I move my I have to move my body five to six days a week for my mental health. Like I have oh, to. You're so good about that. I feel like that's a compliment that you, like you were, I don't know if it's during Corona or something, but you were so disciplined and you just did it. And you would talk about how, like, I don't want to do it. And I did it anyway. Like that's inspiring to me. Like, I just can't, uh, I don't I mean, know. thank you. But I think I completely remember what you're talking about during it's funny because so many people are like, I gained so much weight during COVID and whatever. I actually lost so much weight during COVID. And I think it's, well, first of all, I was literally going through a divorce during COVID. During COVID, I got divorced, literally during yeah. COVID. And so I think the working out, like if I didn't do it, I was going to lose my mind. Like I, I and I, I, there are days still now where I'm like, I, I'm, I keep looking here because my bike's right there. I, there are days now that I'm like, I don't want to do it. But then when I do it, it's, it changes. And then for me, for the medicine, cause I take Zola for anxiety. I, I know how bad it is. The anxiety was before Zoloft and how that medicine changed my life. Cause I was so resistant towards it. And finally, when I went on it, it changed my life. And I like, I can't imagine life without it. So like, that's my motivation, but I know it might be different for you and for anyone else, but that's kind of, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I don't know. I feel like maybe I just need to take up my doses. I just feel like I don't, can't really tell the difference either way. People always say that, like, I take a pill and change my life. Or change, and I was like, really? I, I think it works. <laughs> You're like, that doesn't? <laughs> yeah. Does it change? Um, so, but basically you're like, when you're in those bad days, a few days a month or whenever it is, like, you basically just keep going. The, literally. Yeah, keep going. And I mean, I, I, you know. I'll go, you know, I also have a kid. I mean, I don't really get to do any, I, there's very, it's, if it lines up where it's a week, I don't have Macy or something. And I, you know, I can get in bed and just, and just, right. Uh, like after work, you can get in bed and not worry about anything the rest of the day. Um, but yeah, I think I have to keep going. Yeah. I just have to keep going. Um, I also think, and I know I'm not, I'm not saying those four days are hell, but they probably are because it's all relative, but it's like that saying, like, if you're going through hell, you just got to keep going. And so yeah. if you're, like, what is the other option? If you stop, then you're going to have to, you just got to keep moving forward. Right. Like, yeah, whatever that looks like, but there are like, I remember when I lived in Houston and, and recently when I didn't want to catch up, even though I love catching up with Megan, it's like, there are days where Megan's like, I I'm yeah, today's not a good day. Yeah. You just can't talk. You just having to talk to someone is just like, seems, it just seems like, yeah. Yeah. And that's not me. And then when I, that's how I know when I'm feeling like myself is like, yeah, I'm very extroverted and oh yeah. But yeah, like I lose myself in work as well. And that's my thing. And right now I'm not as busy because with not being with locks anymore and with building back up my business and getting clients, I mean, that, that takes time. And so right now my days are not as busy and I find myself like ruminating more and, you know, and, and so I have learned even just the past couple of weeks, the key is to just busy, but like keep busy with things that are challenging you not just keep busy with like working out and then like fucking like uh, going happy hour, but like with real shit. So yeah. I'm kind of learning that. I have, I really am trying to get, I say this the past, I'm really trying to keep these at 30 minutes because I think it's a good, do you think it's a good number? 
30 minutes. Like it's an easy. Why well, you're asking me who's obsessed with armchair and those are like three hours. I and I... But I'm not Dax Shepard, but if I was, do you think he'd come on my podcast? Uh, where's an ask? <laughs> yeah. Megan, Mad Meg's going to um, create a pitch deck for me yeah. to <laughs> no, but, um, but I am trying to keep it at least for now to 30 minutes, because I think my episodes before used to be like an hour, hour 15, and these are just more digestible. So that's what I'm trying to do as of now. So I'm going to wrap this, but okay. Megan, can you like tell everyone like the website? I mean, I'll put all this in the, in the notes, but everything, all your shit. Yeah. Uh, our website is madmegcreativeservices.com. Uh, on Instagram, our handle is we are madmeg. Um, I'm on Instagram at Megan Solonoff. And you'll, you'll work with people. I mean, obviously I always send you, or I've sent you people, not just in Texas, like you will work with. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. Depending on the nature of the project, if we're managing someone social or something, sometimes it's harder to do remotely, but it just depends. But like websites, graphic that you building a website right now for an ambulance company in Chicago. It's really fun. And so, um, yeah, we can definitely work. Awesome. Okay. And you guys should, even if you don't need to hire her, just check out her everything and listen to the other episode, because I'm telling you, it was very inspiring. And you were one of my first episodes when I started the podcast in 2018, Uh, you were maybe my fifth episode and seventh episode. And, um, it was good. I remember doing it in my loft. Remember, do you remember sitting there? I remember before that, before you had a pod, before podcasting was even thing, we did a web series about like makeup trick or makeup beauty with Monica. Do you remember that? <laughs> Wait, I might have to link that YouTube because I still have it. Yeah, I think you should. Oh my God. Amazing. Okay. Well, I love you so much. It was just like, we were just on the phone together and you guys just got to listen in on 25, 30 minutes of our freaking chaos. Um, but I love you and thank you for coming on. Thank you for asking me. And there you have it. Hope you enjoyed this episode with Megan and, uh, you should check out Mad Meg if you're looking for you or your company or anyone you know looking for any of the services that Mad Meg offers. You should definitely check out her books. They're incredible. Um, yeah, she's just she's a great, she's just one of those like great humans, like a gem of a human being. So anyway, hope you enjoyed it. As always, you can follow me on all social media at by Julie Lauren. If you haven't subscribed to hashtag no filter, please do so anywhere you listen to podcasts you can subscribe. And as always, thank you so, so, so much for listening. It means more to me than you could possibly ever imagine. And I'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.